So I think I can even like sit back here. Like I don't have to. Like does that sound just the same if I'm it back here? Exactly the same. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's your turn. You know what? I'm gonna just open it with that. Murphy got a new mic this week, and that's how we're opening the episode. Oh yeah, uh, I did. Can you tell listeners at home? Uh yeah, write us into the uh, write us a fan mail if that's even a thing. I don't even think we have we an email. Have, set we should up. have a PO box. I have one for um my other pod, but not this one. Do you really so. have a PO box? Well, we have a voicemail box too, where we okay. can. Okay, that we should definitely have. So anytime like we have a movie that we're covering that week, they they call in and they leave a voicemail that we play it in the front of the episode. So maybe oh. we should do that for this. Okay, sure. I'll set that up. I'll I'll it's post it on idea. the Twitter page. Uh, whenever I do that. Um, my name's Adam. I'm Murphy. And uh. If you can't tell by the tone of Murphy's voice, a new episode <laughs> of WandaVision dropped today, <laughs> and we're here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one's called uh, Breaking the Fourth Wall, I believe. Yes. Um, Aimed right this, away. Yeah, uh, this is the seventh episode. The uh, anti-penultimate. Yes, yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, I don't know. Should we just jump into the, the general, like flow sure. of the episode go when, in order when did you watch it i, I like watched to set the scene well um with mandalorian i usually fluctuated between my work schedule like sometimes i'll stay up or sometimes i'll like watch it the next morning uh but wandavision every episode so far i've watched at 3 a.m mm. just because i think even more than star wars content marvel is very susceptible to spoilers and uh it being rated on twitter like so I just wanted to, uh, I always want to stay yes, up for it. that's true. And, that, that is true. And after all our speculation last week, I was kind of like, I just, like, if fucking John Krasinski shows up or something, yeah. I was like, I want to be the first to know. I um, made the mistake of drinking alcohol, um, which I didn't even think about, is not meant to be combined with the medicine that I'm currently taking. Jeez. So I was just not feeling good, and I went to sleep at like 1 a.m., and I woke up at 3 and I was feeling worse then. Uh, so the stage was not set for me to have an enjoyable experience. Um, so it's this is con- this is more concerned. Like just uh, WandaVision I'm aside, fine. Murphy, I'm I'm, I'm fine. Physically, I have not been fine throughout the day, but it's okay. And mentally, he's worse. So. Mentally, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Emotionally, I feel like I am actually worse, but both are pretty bad. <laughs> okay, that's it for AOK this week, guys. All right, <laughs> have a good. <laughs> We're gonna have a private chat now. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling nine one one. The new Julia Fox movie. What? Oh, right. That was a that's Is a that deep cut for any of the private chat fans out there. Uh, all right. So this episode is heavily inspired from like sitcoms like The Office and Modern Family, and um, I don't know about you, but I kind of really liked this format honestly um the darcy stuff aside i thought all the like wanda stuff was like really amusing and the way it cut back and forth like with the interviews i really enjoyed um i thought it even worked better than some of the other like tv generations um okay i i guess i should just go ahead and put it out there i think this was a horrendous episode, by far the worst one yet. Worse not than even, the exposition episode? Yes, much worse. Um, and I, I, I should just say, like, I, I, last time when there was a bad episode, I 
you know, took pleasure in like coming in here and, and yelling about it and uh, talking about why it's bad. But this one is just, I feel like the wind has been sucked out of me by, you know, probably also the physical conditions. <laughs> um, but I just am kind of deflated at this point um, about every single aspect of this episode, the plot, the stylings, the performances, all, everything. Um, so that just to set the stage for that, but I don't feel like fighting this time, uh, even though it always ends in a fight. I want right. a bit of, a bit of trivia um, that I looked up during, during the episode when I was on my phone, which is unprecedented. Um, this man who wrote the episode, Cameron Squires, do you know what his previous experience in Hollywood is? I have no idea. No. Well, I'll tell you. The only other thing he's written is a he was a staff writer on some animated show I've never heard of. But more impressive than that, and this is his only other Hollywood experience, he was Ed Helms' personal assistant on Father Figures and The Clapper. That's it. That is as far as Cameron Squires' credentials go in Hollywood. And yet... Marvel Disney decided to pick him to write uh, an episode of the anti-penultimate episode of their show, their inaugural uh, television show. So I don't know if that's encouraging or discouraging for wannabe writers out there, but just something to be aware of. <laughs> How can I top that? Um, I think uh, I know I have no idea what father figures or the, the clapper. You're not the familiar clapper. with the clapper. Oh, it's it's a god-awful Ed Helms movie. Amanda Seyfried's in it. He is, like, a guy who's hired to go it to live tapings of things and clap. And then, I don't even remember. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh. For sure. Uh, I thought everybody knew about that. No, just you. I think this is okay. your WandaVision. This is just okay. you watching the clapper. Right. Um, um, as far as the stylings go, I, I like that typical. I like The Office a lot, despite how trendy it is now. You know, because I hate to like things that other people like. Um, but I think it's one of the best. Modern Family's okay. Uh, I like that that style. But I think they forgot to make it funny. I think, generally, this that's one of my complaints with this show. Um, is that it thinks that the, like, the joke of, like, being mm -hmm. self-aware is enough to carry a joke. But, like, it doesn't, yes. it forgets to actually write a joke. And I know you have notoriously told me like that I have I can never complain about things when it comes to Marvel, but that actually is something that I don't I like think about the show. That is a completely correct um, observation. I, I think it, it they started out strong. They didn't have that issue, and then like as it went along, they kind of gave up on it. Like they kind of started to ride on it. Like the last and, few weeks. Well, I think sometimes it works like when it's style over substance, um, or not, I don't want to say over substance, but over jokes. Mm -hmm. Style over jokes, because uh, I thought last week the style right. was enough to you don't warrant need it. Jokes, or even like the eight, but even in, the, in like the '80s episode, I thought the jokes were actually kind of funny in that one, like the visual gags, like yeah. the pacifiers shooting out of the baby's mouths. Yes, like it's all very goofy stuff. Um, but, I guess really just last week and this week. Yeah, um, but like there was a lot of episodes where, like even like the one that I really liked, the the one, the third one, right, the, where they, she gives birth good yeah. episode but the jokes didn't land and even sure. the first two it was kind of hit or miss like here and there uh even though it still mostly worked because it was cute and stylish and interesting um but you know with this week i i liked the style mostly because of the way it was 
just quietly depressing more than it was funny. But yeah, every it was time really it dark, like which I like, it was lit. Sure. But that's what I liked about it when I say like the style. But when it comes to the jokes, I think this episode has like the worst offense of like throwing the jokes out there. And it has like maybe a 10% hit rate. Yeah. I mean, that's generous for me, but yes. I mean, I kind of laughed like when Wanda was like, they inherited vibranium skin or whatever. But like, there was very few, like, there was a lot of like Darcy jokes where I was just like, okay like cool Mm -hmm. let's go back to wanda like i don't know um but again the darker elements i thought like worked in its favor like where it's like just following her around and it's like interviewing her when she truly has like nothing to say or she's just completely broken and um i thought one of my favorite parts was like when towards the beginning when the hex is just completely glitching on uh on the kids and wanda and she's not even like she doesn't care if the illusion's up for them or not at this point. Um, and it seems like now it's interesting. She's more aware of like what's going on because like before it seemed like she was oblivious, but now she straight up says like, "Yeah, this false world that I've created." Like yeah. she's just blatantly saying it now. Just like because now we know about it, like what it is. And also, Vision's not in the house anymore, so she doesn't have to like. Well, and why is that? Why? Were there all those impediments to him getting back to the house? Well, I mean, as the episode was going, I really did think it was Wanda because he even mentions that he thinks Wanda was doing it. But um, now I'm guessing it was actually Agatha slash Agnes that was. But why even bother with like the cartoony ways of doing it? Like, why not just put him in a force field? Um, I guess because of the other. I I really I don't know. Who knows? It's hard to know when you don't know the actual answer it's all sure. um but i don't know like i i really enjoyed like the all the stuff like the hex going uh wrong and like honestly like even though the darcy stuff didn't really land for me i liked um the conversation they had in the car like uh her and uh vision like where he's like asking all these questions about the past and he's like slow, like because like when he asked her like, so Wanda like killed me, and she's like yeah, but like she did it to like save the world, and you asked her to do it. I yeah. And I the part that really got me was when she's like like look I I know it's been like a really shitty week and like she's done a lot of fucked up stuff, but you guys are meant to be together, like your soulmates. Yeah, that almost got me, and then I it just because it wasn't backed up by anything else like that. Everything you just talked about is just—it's just the same like reiteration of the exposition, which I had no use for. But then I was talking to somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I forgot he was Jarvis." And I'm like, "What? What do you mean you forgot he was Jarvis?" I'm like, "Yeah, I guess people just did forget that that was you know the original eleven years ago but or whatever." Again, you have to remember, Vision doesn't know that. Like, I know, but we don't need to hear that again. But apparently, people do. But he like, but, but then okay, so like if he if no one told him that you'd get the complaint in the future of like, well, he doesn't know his origins or he doesn't know, like you have to have people. I guess. Yeah. I just feel like it it took so long and it was like the same little jokes and it just had to be Darcy and it had to be like cutesy. And yeah, she's, I mean, I I like to come on here and and pretend to advocate for Darcy, but she's awful. I have no idea why they like, there was the decision to bring her back into this. Like who was clamoring for Darcy? I mean, there has, 
I, I think she's a little more tolerable in this than she is in the Thor movies. Because I remember distinctly watching Thor The Dark World opening night. And I'm just like... Best Thor movie. Shut up. I... <laughs> You're on the wrong side okay. of history. I yeah. no, I I remember sitting there opening night. And I was just like, this is this is the worst. This is as low as it gets with Marvel. Like I I really believe it, and I it, for I don't think it's she's as bad in this. But there are moments where I'm like, why couldn't it just be Jimmy Woo that she he's talking to? Like I, I would way prefer Jimmy Woo. I feel like she's exactly as obnoxious as she always is, but whatever i think i'm just in a more positive lens this week um, that's great i love that for you <laughs> um so another interesting thing that i uh i admire or not admire but like i just thought was interesting that they kind of dropped was that they confirmed hayward was like actively trying to bring vision back right but the thing the only uh reason he's alive now is because wanda did it so like nothing he did worked but wanda got him to come back to life right which we had kind of figured out. Yeah, but, you know, I'm kind of curious, like, even Darcy mentions, like, why can't he leave the hex? Like, what does it have to do with anything? Are we sure that he can't? Yes. I thought he only couldn't because she was pulling him back. Like, actively. No, because, like, she didn't even know he was leaving the hex. Until uh, Tommy. Yeah, I guess just, but, like, the energy was pulling him back or whatever. Um... Well, yes, but she wasn't aware of it. Um, so, yeah, maybe the energy was, but, like, we don't know if she was directly in control of that. Yeah, I, I don't know. think she was, actually. Speaking of the Hex, what was even the point of having it expand? Were there any, like, repercussions of that in this one, other than Darcy being in it to be exposition girl? Well, what do you mean, like, repercussions? Like, like what was the point of doing it? I mean, that well, was, like, the big thing at the end of the last episode. Well, she couldn't necessarily go outside the hex and pull him back in, so she just had to expand it and get Vision back in the hex. Yeah, sure. And, but it, it, and basically, like we're she doing that at the same and, time. And she told the, the the sword people like, "Hey, like, leave me alone, or I'll do something." Like, and mm. that's her doing something is taking over the base that they set up. Oh, okay. So that was what it was. Yeah. So I mean, and that worked because. I mean, Hayward already set up a new team, but, you know, a lot of them are now in the Hex and cast the members on the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we also I don't know if we met the astrophysicist. That was. That, yes, that was who that was. That was that was her. That was yeah, for sure. Are you sure? She's like, yeah, she's like, I'm going to go meet my friend. And they're like, hey, no, friend. They called she called uh, like my guy like. What? And also, this person that she met, I like that did not seem like an astrophysicist. Like it, it seemed like just a general military person. But that's where they were going. They're like, I, we're, I'm going to meet this person. Like we're almost there. And then, all right, we're here. It's my old friend. And it's just I some know. lady. Like I remember you were like, imagine just watch it just be nobody. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's. True. I I did say that, didn't I? I really did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I. I'm I'm still like maybe naively thinking. I, I don't even want to say naively because I don't care that much. But like, uh, they just built it up like three different times. Like my astrophysics. If anything, I like that because it's it subverts the kind of fan expectation. And I want to talk about the fans later. I want to talk about them at the end. Um, but 
me. It's just no, 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 not you, not you, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like that they kind of are probably familiar now with what certain language teases uh, excitement, and to do that and it just be nobody is kind of funny. I mean, I yeah, there is a part of me that like enjoys that. I, I don't but know if it's intentional, but I'll give it a point. Um, but I at the same time, it's like. Let's get in and fucking read Richards. Like, just say his name. Just say, hey, a Dr. Richards dropped this off for you or something. Sure. Yeah. But also, I don't care. I don't know why I'm complaining. I really <laughs> don't care. I cannot emphasize how much I don't give Well, it, and on top <laughs> of it being nobody, the, like the big hype of like, oh, here we are. And and the big thing we've come up with is it's a it's a robot tank thing that like doesn't do anything. It's, it's just like all this build up to like, nobody and this standard robot tank thing that rams in and like doesn't do anything i kind of enjoy like the whole testing like the limits of science and how like much of this hex is an anomaly sure i just wish it was something interesting or like detailed and not just like this boring silver metal thing um i I (laughs) although i liked the visual of like her like ramming into the hex and then like it flips and like half of it's like a truck and half's like what it originally was like it's just i don't know i, I thought that was kind of neat i don't know just the prop it sure. was practical i don't know um but I actually i i know you don't give a shit but i really liked that scene where she's like getting her powers yeah you and everybody else it, i i don't I don't. Who gives a shit? Like, does everybody I really do. stand photon that hard? Yes, I've I've liked her performance this season, and honestly, the little girl in Captain Marvel was like super charming, and she I'm was. like, and now it's like, oh, that's like her little like Captain Marvel's little friend growing up, and she's getting powers too, and like. I guess it, it's just like I feel like you could do that with anybody. You just give them like one backstory scene of exposition, and it's like, oh, okay, now. They've, they've come so far, and now they get to have glowy eyes, too. And, like, okay, who cares? <laughs> I do. I think it's like, cool. I feel like Syndrome. You know, if everybody's fa- if everybody's has superpowers, nobody does. I'll give you points for that one. That was good. Oh, speaking of The Incredibles, I haven't been working on my Holly Hunter. <laughs> Don't know. I've... I'm going to workshop it right here live. I want you to workshop it for two weeks and then do it on the, the finale episode. Um, no, I liked that scene because I honestly I just thought it was visually cool too. Like, cause like especially that shot where it was like a wide shot of like three different versions of her like running in the same shot, and like it was like just her like body kind of like evaporating into like the like everything. And like I just thought it was really visually cool and the way it kept like cutting back with Captain Marvel. Sure. I liked. I liked it a lot. And again, I, just, I it didn't feel earned to me. Like I'm not invested. I don't care about her. I don't think she stands out in any way. I I do and I, I think, think she's the be... only character in the show that doesn't have really any defining characteristics. Um I disagree. Like I I think she's a good like I mean, you're going to laugh at me, but like I think she's a good opposition to Hayward where he's kind of in this for all the wrong reasons. He's and... bad boring and she's good boring? No, she's like good optimist like and like really rational and she wants to get to the source of a problem and like all these like she kind of like represents the ideals that Captain Marvel does. Like she she really represents all the good that should be like 
just actually talking to the ideals the Captain Marvel represents, such as higher, further, and faster. Maybe, yeah. I. <laughs> uh but no i like sure, um, I, whatever yeah. i like whatever um but yeah i like tiana paris in the role and honestly i really liked that scene between her and wanda when she shows up to the house and i do uh, not why is that the one where she's like this is my truth or whatever what, what was that about because that shit i was like oh okay we're doing this now well, what do you mean like do you really not understand or do you just not care i don't remember like what is that which is that that scene where she's like my my pain i, I i'm embracing my pain this is my truth and i'm like okay wait what what i'm not i don't get what you're saying like what? is that that scene where they yes. have that exchange okay yes. yeah no that's bad I Why? think she's really I, she's really good in Beale Street. She's really good in Chirac. I don't think she's good in this. It's like how Brie Larson is not good in Captain Marvel. She's also often uh, she's often great, but I don't think she's good in that. Like Felicity isn't good in Rogue One. I don't know what it. it... I disagree with everything you're saying. Like I think all of these people are good in the things they're in, and I don't get when people say that they're not good in these big things. But I don't think anybody gave a good performance in this episode except Catherine Hahn. Even your, your even girl? Elizabeth Olsen, no. Interesting. That's how you know I'm objective. That it? No, I'm. I hey, I've never accused you of not being objective. What I, did you like about the scene? Was it that she had glowy eyes now, or that she did the Deadpool superhero landing? Honestly, ninety percent superhero landing, okay. and five percent my truth, and then the other five percent. Honestly, I just and it goes back to what I was saying that I like about her character is that she all like she tries to get to the root of the issue and it's like she acknowledges that like it's like wanda like i know you've been through like an immense amount of trauma and i feel like that's something that no character in the mcu has ever really done with her other than like maybe steve and civil war where he just like sat down with her and was like look like you can't save everybody and this was like a similar moment to me where it's like you know you deserve to like process your grief but like this isn't helping anybody and like you are better than this and like the second that she's like talking like good to her agatha comes out and is like yeah of course as always intervening the second that anyone tries to remind wanda that she's a good person at the end of the day um agatha is so like you know she so badly wants uh wanda to believe she's a bad guy i guess my issue is assuming that Disney will be able to pull off any sort of uh, commentary about trauma without saying it directly as what it is with like any kind of notes of subtlety or anything, just outright being like, this is my pain. I don't, I control it. Pain is bad. You have pain too. This is my truth. And like, I, maybe I am the bad guy. Just like, you know, stating it absolutely outright is just, like, that's what I should have expected. I shouldn't have thought that they were going to be able to have some sort of, like, you know, leftovers conversation that was interesting or compelling at all. It's very, like, surface level for teenagers I mean, who have heard I, about this shit in Euphoria. I, 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 I don't know. Like, I, I, maybe it's just me, and I don't expect that. Like, because I, like, I don't go to the MCU when it comes to, like, stuff like right. that. Like, if I want to get emotionally fucked up with something, yeah, I'll watch Leftovers. Or, like, I, like I'll watch any other, like, critically acclaimed drama. But, like, when I want to see the, you know, you make fun of it, but, like, the flashy eyes, the superhero landings. And then, 
yes. as surface levels it may be, but I would say the writers and the creators and the people behind it do care about these characters. Yes. They still, like, it's all there. In, yes, it may be cheesy and surface level, but it works for me. And I still let them they care about these characters. And it's not sure. because I grew up with them as a kid. I genuinely care about, like, these interpretations and what this specific show is So doing. do I. I think my, my issue was I had said a few episodes ago that I was just, I was excited of what it seemed like they were setting up. And I was concerned that they weren't going to be able to stick the landing. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of hoping that they were going to be able to do it. And it seems like now they're not going to be able to do it thematically then instead of just kind of letting the actions speak for themselves they're going to have to talk to the audience directly and tell us what's going on i so i have to ask you because i the only please ask me anything (laughs) the part that really because i remember we were talking about an episode two or three whenever i first mentioned mephisto you said how (laughs) um you asked me or no you told me you were like how boring would it be if someone else is like controlling Wanda, like yes. you, you completely said, and I, I guess I should have known as soon as it happened in this episode, that that would be a part of it. But, um, does this have a lot to do with like your frustration too? Is that like, it no. revealed? Ag- no, it's a component. It's like, if there's a pie chart of all the different things that made me hate this episode so much, that's like one of them. It's like 20%. They're all equal. That's one okay. of them. Yeah. I mean, I again, it's hard. It kind of goes back to my entire thing. It's like, it's hard for me to like or dislike what Agatha is doing because we don't know her right. master plan yet, um, and we don't know if she's being manipulated. Like I said, I don't know if there is a. Uh, I'm not going to say the name. I'm again. sure. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's what's happening. I'm sure you've been right this whole time, and that she has. You know, she's controlling something, but she's being controlled by somebody else, and. It's all leading into some other extra thing, which just, as I said, is going to pull focus away from the emotional journey that they set up that could have been really satisfying. But, you know, but, we don't know. Wait, can, so, I, can I just say, so, like, does the introduction of a third-party manipulator automatically revoke any emotional resonance? No, not automatically. But what I believe that they're setting up, what I believe Cameron Squire's assistant to Ed Helms on the clapper is setting up is a really like sneaky shitty way of doing it instead of something that's actually satisfying like the the shortcut route has um squires written previous episodes or was this his only no he's a staff writer but he hasn't written any of the episodes i wish they would tell me who's writing the next one so that i can steal myself um um i i just want to say one i mean not just one thing but like yeah please say more um, than one thing no like one thing off of what we're talking about like the whole cameron squires aspect um as shitty as it may seem and it's exactly what scorsese's talking about with it being content Who? but i d- yeah exactly i don't necessarily sweat it when like uh, a, a squires kind of guy is writing an episode because so much of it is no, just either. committee yeah and it is like it, they just need those writers around to fill in the expository dialogue to the sure. larger feige or in creative room idea guys and what they're planning and what they're pitching yeah and i'm not saying that's good or bad but i'm just saying that's a reason why i don't necessarily sweat or even look into who the writers are because at the end of the day for me it doesn't matter and you could argue that takes out the artistry it takes out the the, this and that that's a conversation that's been exhausted on twitter 
Yeah, I don't a feel million like that. times over. I don't. I don't care. really feel one way or another yeah. about that. Um, yeah, no, me either. And um, and I get why people do, and I get why people don't. I'm just somewhere in the middle. Yeah, no, me too. I don't um, mind somebody like him who's never written anything if it's good, but it, when it's not like it is, I'm like, okay, who did they fuck? Like, what <laughs> what are you doing here? Whose dad do you know? Yeah. Which bothers no. me. Yeah, and, no, I I agree. Like, I I think it's again, I I think the, he is to blame when it comes to like the the shitty modern family jokes. Sure, but. Yes. Okay. So I see what you're saying. That it's it's not completely his fault. The major plot movements. It's like the yes. dialogue and the structure. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying each of those are equally offensive to me. Like they're all equally bad in my eyes. Okay. So. No, that's fair. Um. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with the whole Agatha Harkness. Exactly. Reveal. No, there is not because we've all known it the whole time. Well, it's not even that. It's just because I, again, I like I will definitely have more to say next week when she has her big exposition dump again. That I'm sure you're excited for, but, um, I. <laughs> sure. But um. You know, it's hard to talk about that when, again, all we did was get the reveal and then it did please stand by. Like, we got nothing. We, like, you just found out that it, it has been her. No reason as to why or. But they treat it like it's the big reveal when it's almost like they know we know, but they're doing it as a big reveal anyway. I Very mean, confusing. I thought it was, the song was cute. I liked sure. the song. Um, and, and she's really good. She's been so good this whole time. She's always good. Yeah, I love. And if it was anybody else, I think it would suck. Um, not can't think of anyone else. else, But like Rose Byrne could probably do it. No. Why? No way. Why? Absolutely not. You don't like Rose Byrne? I do. She doesn't have the dimensions that Catherine Hahn does. It's not. It's a difficult thing she's doing. I I was just honestly thinking of like another person that I, I know for, um, <laughs> but no, I mean I, I, that's not Catherine Hahn slander. Catherine Hahn is a goddess and she's doing great stuff here, and I'm actually really excited to see her in the next two weeks, kind of just go all out with the evil witchy uh-huh. stuff. Um, so yeah, it's kind of hard to talk about. The only interesting thing that was kind of brought up on that is uh, the fact that it confirms she's controlling Pietro slash Peter. Yeah. Um, that he isn't just naturally Aaron Taylor Johnson's interpretation of Pietro. Um, so it's the question of whether or not this is just a wink and a nod to the fact that uh, Evan Peters once played Quicksilver and he's just a random guy or actually that is his genuine physical form that uh, Agatha, like she knows whoever that is and he's just pretending to be. Or if she did grab the dude from the multiverse, the, that Quicksilver, the fox, the fox man, and basically manipulated him into thinking all these things. Like, I don't know. Well, that is interesting. But what I thought was interesting is that normally uh, Wanda has red eyes when she does her power thing. Um, and then when uh, Monica landed, she had blue eyes when she did power thing. And then at the end, when uh, Agatha Witch is doing thing, uh, Wanda, I have purple in them. Well, because that's Agatha's purple magic spooky thing in eyeball. I thought that was really interesting because when there are different colors um, in magic spooky superhero. And I thought that was cool. Are you done? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's just like 
episode five, I think, was it was the really good one, the one that like kept adding and expanding as in as well as explaining, and it was funny, and it, there were lots of moving parts, and it just moved, and then it had the cliffhanger with Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. They have not had that since. They've been like having Out of the two they, episodes they've had since. Yes, the characters we know are in scenes, and things happen, and then they are is exposition, and there is a style choice. And then it ends like it, the, none of them have made like compelling script choices in the way that the Marvel movies normally do and the way that, that one episode did. And it's just really frustrating because it seems like it is just kind of content that they're moving along with what we got to do with plot to set up the next fucking thing, which is what people who don't like this shit don't like about it. Sure. And I, I, I get the general uh, like, I mean, what do you call it? The formula, I guess you could say. Um, it's because, like, the formula, the, the general, like, complaint against the Marvel formula has always been it feels episodic. And now that it's literally episodic, mm-hmm. um, you definitely feel it week to week. Like, they... Because uh, it, it worked, I think, in Marvel movies a lot because, like, you had a whole feature film with, like, Easter right. eggs sprinkled in. So but much. now you have Easter eggs sprinkled into 30-minute pieces and then the easter eggs feel like less minor and they feel like gigantic and that they take over moments of actual dialogue and like character yes it's in service of nothing um i i don't want to say in service of nothing because again we haven't gotten there yet i don't want to because again that's it goes to the whole thing also because i know that i'm saying i'm playing like both sides right now but it, it Maybe I'm just so used to episodic, like, weekly storytelling that I just don't want to say one way or another how I feel until we get to the the finality, to what the buildup is leading towards. Because, like, how great would it be if it does emotionally pay off by the end? Oh, and I then, mean, like, it'd be great. I just no, don't want to get my hopes up. I'd love to be wrong. I mean, I um, I, I don't know. Like, I think it's just better. I, like, I'm still having fun each week, and if it sticks landing perfectly fine if it this is the first week i didn't have fun i have been having fun every week but it was halfway through this one where i'm like oh they bungled this like they it's they did what i fear i think i texted you like halfway through i'm like i fucking hate this like i want to turn it off like <laughs> i i i always put my phone on do not disturb so do i because i didn't i like especially like i, I know if you're gonna shit talk it. it i don't want my experience to be ruined by a cynical murphy text i don't so. want that either <laughs> that was the, the exception the only um, Easter egg, quote unquote, uh, that I want to talk about this week, honestly, is that little commercial. The Nexus, yeah, that's what I was going to bring up next, too. Um, okay, Easter egg aside, I just want to talk about the actual like commercial. I thought that was like, I like that one. It's actually one of my favorite ones so far. I didn't. It was the you same didn't? thing where it's like, it's just all the like subtext they had set up, just saying it outright. In, into your face and it's like okay well that it's just undercuts not it. even it's not even a subtitle like, it's not even like it's the exactly deeper what it is it's no 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 like no trauma and whatever Murphy. like sometimes you need to deal with your pain like that's the no, subtext of the that's show that's not you even it say that's, it to me that's not even what i'm saying i'm saying i strictly liked it because it just stylistically adapted an actual like Zoloft commercial. commercial. Yeah, yeah, exactly no sure. that's all i'm saying like okay. i'm just saying i liked that i liked that they did that that's it. I'm not saying it's wow they did that, but like I liked it. It's like um, every single I, when whenever I'm watching anything, I think 
is this something I could have come up with? Is this like the first obvious choice that when set up with a prompt, this is the first thing I would go to? And if it is, I'm not impressed because if I can come up with it, it's not something that should be like if I can come up with it right away, it's not something that should be, you know, that was written and paid for and shot and acted and produced. And so whenever and everything in this episode was like, that's my first. It was like I did it the night before, just whatever I could come up with. So, yeah, um, if, if the, I mean, we're dealing with trauma and pain, what I'm going to do is make a, a depression ad. Yeah, but, I mean, I kind of enjoyed the whole, like, uh, fulfilling your destiny and, like, uh, overcoming your trauma and then getting more trauma and then becoming more depressed. Like, the wake up, like, piling onto those. Like, that's, the, that's the show. And it, like, it totally undercuts everything that they've, like, set up subtextually. When does it really? Say it, yes. It ha- like, that is... Yes, that that is like one of the true Achilles heels of like bad writers is to skillfully set things up and then not trust your audience to figure it out and just say it to you outright. It's like it's a f- insecurity. Murphy heard all this on Aaron Sorkin's masterclass and he's repeating <laughs> it right now. <laughs> one of the worst things you can do is tell the audience something they already know and to take those words and punch them in the face with it. Uh <laughs> uh so did you just want to bring up like the downside to it or did you want to bring up like the actual easter egg part of it too the nexus thing is a reference to Fortnite, um in which had a marvel season very recently uh in the center of the map there's a nexus point and it's a mystery but what it is when you go in it you go whoosh so that's what this was about um by the way still no wanda or vision skin in the Fortnite store what's that about i'm batting like towards the finale they will do that because they These do past it like, few weeks we've gotten the flash we've gotten predator we've gotten walking dead people master chief every other marvel character you're gonna have to take it up with someone that plays fortnite um i plan to none of you have added me on fortnite yet by the way <laughs> um have you played with joe yet because he he plugs no. his fortnite at the end of every episode i haven't you you guys need to get on that okay um <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I know the Nexus thing is, like, it connects all the worlds or whatever. It's a cross-dimensional gateway between mm-hmm. all worlds and realities. And um, that's what Mephisto and Agatha are trying to access, and they pulled Pietro from it. Yes. Okay. And that's how we're going to get that sweet, sweet Tobey Maguire in December. Mm-hmm. And... No, I, I mean, I, well, fuck me, I guess. I thought it was fun. Um, I, I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I, 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 no, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying fuck you for liking it. I, I, it's sure. What, yeah. You just said that. No, I didn't. You just, I have it on tape. I, Jamie, can you re- rewind that? He, he said it. It's Jamie. That's our, that, you know, that Joe Rogan's assistant, Jamie. Oh, no, I don't listen to the Joe Rogan. Neither do I, but it's a meme. It's like. People are like, Jamie, can you pull that up for me? Oh, like, <laughs> sorry. What did I what did I say? Uh, you're stupid for liking that. I didn't say you were stupid for liking that. No, it's like in Scooby-Doo 2 when Fred's like, I think Coolsville sucks. Like, we're going to manipulate your words and play it like you're the bad guy. Okay. Uh, no, I thought the ad was bad. I don't mind that, like, they made a reference to that. Sure. No, but, like, you, you, you said, like... When you're like, that's how they pulled Pietro out of the multiverse. Yeah. So I'm guessing you do have it's an issue. just it mainly because it just seems like they are pulling focus away from what the show 
started to be about what it should be about and are now already moving on to how we can make it into a bigger, better thing that'll take the next decade, which is exhausting. And I thought was the whole purpose of doing these shows was to spend more time with the minor characters because we were always busy with doing that kind of stuff elsewhere. Okay. Again, we're not to the end yet. We don't know the end game. And we're not in the end game? No, we're, we're not in the end game yet. But I would also say, um, isn't that like what every Marvel movie literally is? Like it's it's a character piece, but a larger, like a, it opens yes. the doorway to the, to the larger world. I don't mind that. I just want them to get their priorities straight. Again, we're not done with it yet. It's we're not yes, at the finish. I, line. I understand that. It's just based on <laughs> this one, and the fact that it's the anti-penultimate. I am concerned about the direction and them not sticking the landing. Sure, I I, I think you're gonna feel real goofy when. This... Fuck! I hope so. Fuck! I f- hope that I am just a fool for thinking that this is going to end poorly. If when that happens, when we have a slam dunk of a series finale, and it says Wanda Maximoff will return as the Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I will put a dunce cap on and I will dance around the room naked and have everybody tell me that I was wrong. I hope to God that day happens. I just want to do some over and unders with you since you're feeling as optimistic as ever right now. Mm-hmm. I want to <laughs> over under like, I'm going to raise it to like 70% over under 70 that Dr. Strange is in the finale. Uh, I think that's about right. No, over on like a over, over 71%. Okay. No, under 69%. Nice. Um, how about over under that we get, um, a Spider-Man in there. Uh, no. 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 Okay. So, oh no, I so I didn't give an over under number. Uh, ten percent. No. Just uh, under ten percent. Ten percent. I'll give you a nine percent. Okay. Um. Okay. Here's one little theory that's been going around Twitter these past few weeks, and or not not past like last week. And Does this have to do with the episode we just watched? Yes, stick with me. Because um, okay. we're done with the recap. We that's, what I, that's what I was wondering, because I'm like, is, is it really like, that's it? There's nothing else to talk about? Like, what happened in it? To be fair, it was a pretty short episode. It was like just 30 minutes. Right. Yeah, so, I, I mean... We... Let me let me scan through my memory. Uh... Well, let me do my over-under, and then we can go back to whatever. Okay. Um, so, some idiot and by idiot i mean someone with a lot more time than i have on my hands i want to talk about the idiots on reddit uh compiled a list because you know how paul bettany said there's a cameo and it's with a guy that i've never worked with before and it's gonna be great he came out another interview and said it's not benedict cumberbatch he's like that's not who i'm talking about and he's like it's not yeah, Evan Peter always he, want to work with Benedict Cumberbatch. He's like, he said, this is a person that I've like my entire life. I've looked up to this person and I'm working with this person in the, the, the series. And so this guy on Reddit compiled a list of every actor that Paul Bettany has shared a scene <laughs> with in any form of media. <laughs> and then he also went back and looked at every interview that Paul Bettany has been on where he talked about his favorite actors or artist or fucking people why can't they just relax and watch the show so there's a the ultimate theory patrick stewart right 
No, he. I think he's been with Patrick Stewart before. It was either Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen that he has worked with before. He's been with Ian McKellen in some. Okay, then it. I think Patrick Stewart was like one of them, but he's never like. You know, I saw them both on stage once. Uh, Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen. Oh, Ian McKellen. Okay, um, but he's never like expressed outward like, oh, I love Patrick Stewart. Um, there is one actor that in several interviews he constantly brings up. And it's, do you know who it is? No, I, uh, hang on. Give me a hint. Who are? Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Alan Pacino, born on April 25th. What if Al Pacino is Mephisto? (laughs) 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 I've never seen Murphy in love. Mephisto. (laughs) Um, Ralph. Yeah. (laughs) Dunk Mephisto. Yeah. That um, that would be incredible. I'd be here for that. They're not gonna do it. Can you you do it? He's too old. Can you imagine the uh, the 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 day on Twitter, like between the Scorsese stuff and Pacino and Marvel and like all that. By then, we would all just be exterminated by the sun. (laughs) The memes, the meme potential. Uh, that's funny. Um, any other theories? No, I just wanted to bring that. I thought it like, honestly, I don't think it will be him, but imagine if like that Reddit dude did all that shit and got it right. I just don't, I don't understand these people, like why they want to figure it out and like spoil it to themselves for themselves. I think it's cute. I mean, I don't think it's that cute. No, it's, I, I think it's funny. Cute. Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> I just wanted to see your reaction to the Al Pacino Mephisto. I had not seen that. But that is, Wait, can I? Okay, so if if it, it just in a weird reality where it happens, mm-hmm. will you actually be happy to see Mephisto if Al Pacino is Mephisto? No, but the immediate effect of that, yes, I will enjoy, and then I'll go. It'll sink in, and I'll go. Oh. I think you'll like really ham it up. You'll be. It like, might over. It might overcome. Maybe. <laughs> It's Agatha, baby. Oh, like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. He's fighting Wanda. Yo, you're, you're a little, old. you're a little Scarlet Witch, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Hoo ah. Hey Siri, how old is Al Pacino? Al Pacino is 80 years old. He's 80 years Damn. old. I see. Again, that's part. That's a huge reason why I don't think he will ever do a marvel thing no he doesn't need it like he, he doesn't need the money or the exposure no and there's really i mean unless it's like one of those things with like kurt russell and guardians 2 where sure where like, he just shows up and done with him well he's just there to read dialogue but like when he actually becomes the bad guy he's it's just a cgi like, yeah. monster. I, yeah maybe i don't know I, I'm, it's not going to happen. I'm done talking about this. I just okay. thought it would be funny to bring up. Because uh, honestly, I, I, even more than the theory, I just thought the idea of a guy going through the lists and the the people yes. and all that history is extremely funny. That's concerning. Um, I actually read the entire list. I'm like, he, Paul Bettany gets around. Like, he's acted with he like, a lot of people. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he's he's uh, he, he's he's the man. Um, so is that it? I mean, did anything else happen? I, I speaking of Paul Bettany, he he was just like in all the cutaways, he was just so bad. Like he, it was the first time I've ever been like, oh my god, like you're you're really just half-assing this. Um, and I I blame Gat Dennings because just sharing a scene with her just you know brings out the worst in everybody. The whole like punching the circus guy, like all that was just so fucking dumb. It reminded me of 
like the bad parts of Last Jedi. <laughs> Just like the, the like running the around the casino, yeah, it was like the goofy creatures and just like, okay, what are we doing? That's the best part of Lost Jedi. I, I know, know I know. Does why does anyone love the faunas? Um, what does anything else happen? Years. Yeah, what? Uh, does anything no. else happen? No, I covered it. I was very thorough. That's it. You just didn't really have a lot to say this week, so we kind of sped through it. I guess I just blocked it out. It's almost like you're suppressing your trauma. And <laughs> okay, then I want to talk about the fans, and I want to talk about how much I really do hate Marvel shills, and it's not, and it's not even really the real people. It's the shit I see on Twitter, and it is you really do have to watch this right away because like the number one trending topic is always like the person that is like the crux of the spoiler. But I want to talk about these people. You could have, like, literally just the characters in the scene and anything happen, and they would be just fucking frothing at the mouth, obsessed, loving it, no matter what. And I just, it, I, I hate to be in a club with people like that as a member. Um, no, I agree. Yeah. I know you do. That's, I just, it's, it's disheartening to share the same passion as them where like they're just so you know it's the only thing they ever watch they don't watch anything (laughs) that doesn't exist in a canon or a franchise where they're they're not paying attention to like the storytelling or the thematic stuff or tone or style it's literally just like oh the powerful person did this and got angry and there's a tease of another thing happening and that they just lose their minds for that. And if there's like a little flash of color, they're like, oh, cinematography. It's like those people who watch three movies a year and love Game of Thrones. And it's the three MC movies per year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm just so tired of scrolling through at four o'clock in the morning like I did looking for any voice of reason. And it's literally just all these babies just standing. And I was just like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to all positive. It's a hundred percent positive. I, I don't. Well, yes, there is a large part to what you're saying that I agree with when it comes to like the people who are like blindly, like love something where it's all about like the nerd shit or like the statistic, like who would want to fight Dr. Strange or Hulk on in Ragnarok or some shit. Like, you know, like, it's like they don't understand that some guys got in a boardroom and wrote dialogue. Yes. No, I agree. <laughs> I, um, although I will, I, I hate to do this. I don't want to fully defend stan twitter because they can be really fucking annoying sometimes but a lot of them are just straight up 16 15 year olds like a lot of them are just yes when it, i the the ones because i think that's largely like if you search like shit on twitter like wandavision on twitter that like a lot of the memes and the postings you'll see are just straight up like teens yeah like literal children and i get like it's fine like i was probably the same way when i was a teenager like it's fine not to that extent but the internet's also extremely different than what I grew it up with. It is fine. I just don't like it, and I'm sick of it. But on the flip side to that, your exact argument, but applied to like 30-something, you're like grown-ass yes. people. Yeah, who have like vlogs. Honestly, like the Twitter aside, it's like the people on YouTube that like, they, they, they do the, like in the entire like 
it's mostly like the people like defending Gina Carano and like the people right. like who have the big goofy facial expressions and will do anything to shill for Disney, like just to react. And they're like 35. Yeah. And it's the whole like, I mean, honestly, that I think take a shot anytime I mentioned The Last Jedi, but it, that, that goes to the entire thing about The Last Jedi. Like, it, you remove all the subtext and the artistry that Ryan Johnson put care into. Yes. And, you're enti- and the entire issue is Luke Skywalker wouldn't right. yeah, do it's, that. It's the same fucking mentality. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I still don't think, at the end of the day, Marvel has gotten as toxic as Star Wars. Because I think Star Wars is... No, Star Wars is the worst, period. Star Wars is... Un, it's, but the thing is, it's been the worst. Like, it's... Yeah. <laughs> it's It's been the worst. And I say that Murphy's, like, he's in, he's watching me, like, on the call. And, like, I have, like, eight Star Wars posters behind me. I say that as a Star Wars show myself. Me too. Like, no, but, me too. You know, Star Wars is what made me fall in love with movies. And someone pointed out to me that, like, no one like, hates the movies as much as... And I, I, like, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I love the canon, but I... Yeah. I hardly like any of the individual movies. It's so bizarre. Honestly, I, I I like a lot of the movies, obviously, but like when it comes to like discussing them or like involving myself in the fandom, I fucking hate it. Like I, I could not, I like my last time doing it was when I went to celebration here in Orlando back in 2017. Mm -hmm. And I was able to meet Ryan Johnson. And I was like, I was in the, I was in the, the, the crowd in the convention center. That's nice. And, you know, I was there for all that. And, like, that was, I remember that was the last day that I was like, wow, I like being a Star Wars fan. And, like, every day since then, no, every day after I walked out of the Thursday night show in The Last Jedi, I've had hated every moment of being a Star Wars fan since then. Yeah. 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 So, I, no, I, I, don't, I don't think Marvel is quite that bad, but just this, this like, but it, it could get there. It could yeah. get there. Yeah. Um, God, I, that just made me really depressed. Like to think that in a few years, no, scratch that. In a few months, mm-hmm. Marvel stands could be. It's as because bad as it's so fans. oversaturated. I mean, they're literally not going to have a week off in this whole year because even in the weeks between the shows, they're going to have like the making of. It's every single week. And when you become like the most saturated thing in the market, that's what the majority of people are going to see and they're going to latch onto it. And that's everybody has an opinion on it now and then they all just kind of herd together i which then in turn encourages disney to not make anything subversive or interesting just to continue on because they already have it which is the dangers of disney in general did you watch that falcon and winter soldier trailer today no it was cute i I don't know want to go smoke a cigarette and watch mean streets or something (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably going to go, honestly, uh, after a long, hearty discussion about this week's WandaVision, I'm going to go on Criterion Channel after we're done and just... I was really considering watching Gone with the Wind, which I've never seen, and I just have time to, mainly because Elizabeth has said many times that it's her favorite movie. Oh, I did not know Lizzie felt that way. Um, she loves it. Are we done? Are we... Are we... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I didn't mean... Yes. <laughs> no, yes. honestly, I just want to leave this one under an hour. So God, um, me too. Okay, let's be done. I vowed to make this the shortest one. Yes. Um. So where can everyone find you online? Oh, God, don't. Just you know what? This week, don't find me online. Don't be online. Just don't. You can come play Fortnite um, with me. My username is Vision Maximoff. 
Mm-hmm. I was playing Fortnite with somebody and they, with like friends of friends, and they're like, um, uh, they were asking somebody else. They're like, "Have you? Did you watch Wandavision this week?" And he's like, "Why don't you ask Murphy what he thought of the episode?" And he's like, "Oh, I didn't even know he watched it." And I go, "My username is Vision Maximoff and has been for several years. You don't think <laughs> I watched the show?" They're like, "I didn't even think about it." He's like, "Who's a Maximoff?" What? Um, uh, so yeah, other than that, don't find me online. Don't be online. Yeah. Um, my Twitter is Adam, not Adam <laughs> underscore not Sandler. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, don't be online. I Speaking agree. of Adam Sandler, I watched five to ten minutes of Happy Gilmore. Turned it off. Great movie. I maybe. I don't. I will never know. You're never gonna finish it. Maybe someday. It's a. It's it's a classic. It's actually it's my favorite fun. Sandler joint. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see uh, how many Marvel shows we have to cover until Murphy just loses all respect. Kills myself? Kids. Because <laughs> depending on how this one ends, we might not ever find out the answer. Or we might find out the answer very soon. Well, the answer is just one. one yeah, might, yeah. Two, yeah, two is the, is the, is the minimum. <laughs> all right. Very um, disheartened, uh, but have a silent hope that it will resolve itself. Oh, this is interesting discourse. It's almost like we're an unusual couple, you know? <sighs> Missed that. Bye, guys. Bye.